Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. You are listening to Let's Talk Try, the official Let's Go Try podcast. Swing it and lines the deep left field. It is gone! It went! Deep right! Batista's going to wave goodbye! Start the fireworks show! This is Let's Talk Tribe, the official Let's Go Try podcast, episode 144. I am your host, Matt Lyons, and in this week's episode... We'll talk about what we did in the last couple months when we haven't been recording podcasts. We'll talk about the Indians considering not being the Indians anymore. We'll talk about Carlos Grasco playing, the Lionel Shields testing positive for the coronavirus, and then they're on this test that were tested and all kinds of stuff about the stupid virus that has ruined everything throughout this year. We'll look at maybe what a starting rotation will look like over 60 games, and of course, we'll answer your questions. Join me for all that and more, as always, is Merritt Rolfing. Merritt, how you doing? I'm just great, man. Looking at pictures of hot dogs on Twitter for some reason. Um, you know, you, you, you do what you can. As one the, does. <laughs> with, with the time you have and you work I was going to ask how you spent stuff. the last few months, but apparently you just answered that question for me. Um, it's looking at hot dogs on Twitter. So one of the great things that has been obviously, you know, the silver lining of just everything is that being able to go to bars and shit taken out. Um, but uh, one, one of my favorite bars is one here that they have like really cheap hot dogs. Um, they can go and eat a lot of while you drink cheap beer. And I was able to buy a 30-pack of Strohs, but you have to buy food there also. I got like a 30-pack of Strohs for like 25 bucks, but then you have to get food. So I just bought a bunch of hot dogs and stood in the middle of the street eating hot dogs for about five minutes with a 30-pack of beer that I was going to bring home to my house. But, um, <laughs> well, the they probably don't make you buy like multiple hot dogs, do they? No, that you, was you your have, own little choice there. Oh, yeah. You have to buy a thing of food. I just chose five hot dogs. <laughs> I could have chosen anything. Uh, Could have chosen one hot dog. (laughs) One hot dog was an option. But no, I wanted some messy time. Actually, I had a couple of chili cheese dogs the other day. Um, I didn't actually want the cheese, uh, but the guy didn't hear me when I just said chili dog. But what are you going to do? You son of a bitch, you've made this too delicious. (laughs) So to answer your question, I've just been doing a lot of tubed meat action, I guess, is really what I've been doing. Had some bratwurst yesterday, so you know. How about you? Hot dog related activities? The only thing I've been doing is playing a game called Elite Dangerous. So I've just been uh, flying a spaceship and uh, doing space trucking, and that's been oh, it. I've heard of that game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's like Star Citizen, but actually finished. And I got a little joystick and everything, and I fly in a little cockpit. It's really cool. That, that's pretty much all I've done. That and wait for baseball to come back. And it's, it's been not fun. It's been pretty boring. But but maybe it's sort of almost back. And then, of course, now when, when things are starting to happen again, um, we hear that the Indians, after the Redskins... Got a lot of pressure from everybody to to change their name. 
I think it was a group of people worth like $620 billion who wrote a letter to them. You're like, that's too much money. Good Lord. Wow. <laughs> well, and one of them is uh, FedEx, of course, which was yeah. somebody on one of the minority owners, I think, is on the board of FedEx or something. There's some connection there. Um, but they the all play at FedEx Field. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, I think yeah, one of the minority owners is um, one, one of the co-founders of FedEx, actually, is what it was. Yeah, and of course they don't want their name tied to Redskins, and eventually, like Nike took all the stuff off the website. It was clear like they're gonna have to change it. They just, they oh, just yeah. need to, and then yeah. obviously if they have to, the Indians are next on the line there. I think I think there are others coming down too, like Braves, Chiefs, and Blackhawks uh, down the road. You can't just ignore them. But the Indians damn are... the Blackhawks. That's such a funny name, though. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but the Indians are obviously next in line, and uh, they issued a statement for I think this is maybe the first time they've. It's a weak corporate acknowledgement, but it's the first time they've acknowledged that the name Indians is not exactly great. They they sort of meant they know they obviously recognize that Chief Wahoo was a problem, um, but they said about the Indians that we are committed to making a positive impact for our community and embrace our responsibility to advance social justice and equality. Our organization fully recognizes our team name is among the most visible ways in which you connect to the community. They basically went on to say like we realize it might not be great, <laughs> and of course the weakest corporate way possible. But this is at least something where. Obviously, they've been talking about this before. I don't think this just came about because sponsors came after the Redskins. I think that prompted them doing a public statement about it. But it's pretty clear that the name Indians is not going to be around, um, I don't want to say much longer, because maybe it'll be a year or two more because they're really slow at this. But I don't know. What do you think about this? The Indians might not be the Indians anymore. What do you What do you want them to be? There's a lot of awful suggestions out yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, see, that's the problem. Is like, I mean, they got to change. I don't know. I, 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 was, I live in D.C., so the Skins thing is... Uh, always front of mind. The best choice is always to change your logo to a potato. I only like that idea just because it it pisses off this one radio host down here so much. The DC awesome. Taters. You, you keep the name and you change the logo to a red skin <laughs> potato. It's you know it's not a good joke. It's stupid and it pisses off this one dude who's the worst anyway. So it's great. Uh, but as to what you turn you, you change the Indians to, I don't know. I mean, obviously you go with the Naps, but. Naptown is an actual different place, so that's kind of confusing. Like I know it's a reference, obviously, to Appalachia. Um, tribe, I guess, is a pretty milk toast choice that I don't think they should do. Uh, no, tribe is like know. a half step away from Indians. If they're going right, to do it, exactly. they need to get the whole way away from it. I, I think it would be cool because what are some other things that were big in Cleveland at one point or another? You know, like why not do something involving shipping? I, I've always like the bargeman. I think you know what? There it is. Yeah, I think that they should become. <laughs> If the Steelers can be the Steelers, I mean, what is Pittsburgh <laughs> known true. for other than than, than uh, Antarctic animals, steel, and also piracy? And that's what they named all their teams after. The Indians <laughs> are known for, I guess, horse horse bestriding warriors, the color brown, and then of course barges. So I would say they could call them that. Um, they could have a mascot named Sam who's a donkey because like there's that one song 40 miles on on the Erie Canal or whatever it is and the, the guy's mule is named uh Sam so there you go so that's my I one mean, idea is it, it like a law that has to be related to Cleveland because I see everybody like wanting all these very specific Cleveland things but does it well, need to be know, is that a thing that ever oh, no not at all I mean there's no Seahawks in Seattle because it's not a real thing uh well I think they did C that was their creative they just shut tacked up. on an animal. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Now, see, <laughs> that was sea, their whole thing. There are sea dragons there, the the, the now dead XFL team. Uh, that was a, that was a pretty creative name. Uh, but no, you're right. Like, you know, there's no Grizzlies in Memphis. There's no Lakers in Los Angeles. There's no Lakes in Los Angeles. So 
Yeah, name I it thought Lakers want, was something tied to LA. I can't remember what it no, was. No, it's, it's because they used to be the Minneapolis Lakers. Oh, okay, yeah. And well, the Lakers was... moved them. They used to be correct. Yeah. Utah Jazz, etc. But they could just name it anything. Honestly, they could try just name them the. I don't know cats. You know, name the, <laughs> the house Cleveland cats. cats. Cleveland cats. <laughs> Cleveland house cats. Yeah, yeah the problem fun. is just nothing good because I, mean, I think spiders. I'm pro spiders. That's like the biggest argument now. Is if you want the spiders, you don't like the spiders. But I don't think it's going to happen just because arachnophobia exists. Like the fact that fans can be scared off by, I mean, come to our ballpark, we have spiders. It's, Hell yeah. it's not a great promotion to bring the kids in. But even if it alienates some fans, I don't think they're going to do it because it's that's a group of fans that won't come. I don't think spiders. I don't care that the spiders like the old team that sucked and it's technically not the same franchise and all that. Like If they want to do it, they could. I just don't think they will because it's tied to a fear. It's like Cleveland well, trypophobia. What could have been good is if they kind of made, I don't know what the fucking arrow was, actually. Actually, but that being said, all their minor league teams are, again, things that float, right? Right. A clipper. Yeah, wow. Yeah. A rubber duck. Um, why shouldn't it be something? A scrapper could be a type of boat, probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, why not? You know, I mean, what? I don't know. The, the, the thing you don't want to do is end up like the Raptors, because they were named after Jurassic Park. Uh <laughs> So you don't want like something that's like you know modern, like current. But I, I would I wouldn't want them to go like the boring, just some random animal like just become the wild cats or something like that. Oh god, the wild cats! But There's spiders not, like, cool is... boats either. The Cleveland pontoon boats, the Cleveland I mean, dinghies, the schooners, <laughs> the <laughs> the Cleveland battleships. That's a pretty good one. That is a, a good observation. Everything floats because the rubber ducks changed from the arrows to. I mean, captains, it's captain of a boat. That's their whole aesthetic. I saw somebody mention they could take the captain's name and have the captains change because it's, I don't think they'll do that because that would They could go with like a, I mean, they could go a weird way and just call themselves the Man of War, uh, a type of very large uh, ship. And then you're just a single name as opposed to being a collection of things. You're one thing, kind of like the Miami Heat. Uh, they're more of an idea, I suppose. Let's see. Let me Google types of boats. I was, I, this <laughs> I was already time. doing that. There's nothing good. There's... A Panamax is a type of boat. That's a big Ooh, boat. Oh, that's a huge boat. Yeah. The only one, so it, it seems like a joke, but I am unironically 100% for um, Cleveland Owl Bears. There's a guy on Twitter who's, he's already designed everything for it. He's got a logo. He's had a Twitter account for years. It is by far my favorite. Um, <laughs> the Owl Bear is basically exactly what it sounds like. It's oh, a I know. It's a creature. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a mixture of an owl and a bear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on the Owlbear website where you can buy T-shirts, there's a picture of it. And it's fucking sweet looking. You um, know what? I wouldn't be too. I mean, again, I just said we so should do the thing like what the Raptors did, but because D and D is big now. But at yeah, the same no, time, true. why the fuck not? It's a thing that doesn't exist. It's. I mean, uh, Raptors is still cool, even though Jurassic Park is kind of faded. It's it's not. Well, and you're and you're cool right. Anymore. It's just it's it, it doesn't ha- make any goddamn sense why there's well, a yeah. team. <laughs> but at the same time, why not? Why not? Why can't the Indians be, become just the Cleveland Tyrannosaurus Rexes, Oregon, the Owl Bears. You know, like, yeah, go go weird with that. I don't think I, I think it's unfair, quite honestly, that minor league teams get to have weird, crazy names, right? Like the Baby Cakes or the Iron Pigs or the Hop Monsters or the Sasquatch or the, or the, the Chupacabras or the Biscuits or any of that stuff, right? What the fuck? I think is the problem is you don't sock? want to be the the major league team with the one goofy name though, because <laughs> then it's going to kind of stick out. Yeah, just nothing with guitars or rock and roll. That's all I want. Yeah, I don't, for, for Christ's sake, let's not that. do that. <laughs> I saw uh, there, there, who was that it? idea. Gomez, there was, there was I think, that he unironically suggested the Cleveland guitars. 
I don't mind defenders, but it sounds too XFL-y because it was an XFL team. Yeah, correct. Guardians, also, of course, because that's you know, a big like thing a, in Cleveland. But Guardians, that's what it was. Yeah. Guardians, the bridge thing. That one, I'm it's like, just I too bland. Know. Again, it's it's yeah. If you're gonna do, do do something memorable, right? Don't don't just cast yourself into the fire for yeah. Owl bears. You know what? There it is. Official <laughs> choice the of the of a Let's Talk Tribe is owl bears. Actually, we and we're gonna I'm gonna rally around the owl bears. That's what I'm. Gonna I'm do. building a small hill, and I will die upon this hill. It'll be nice. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so so when. I mean, it, it's a weird time because I, I want to get excited about baseball, but also I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's already, it's yeah. It's, it's around like, what was it? One and a half percent of players have tested positive already, which is like below the national average. But this is also before they're mixing together and touching the same baseballs and within six feet of each other. So it's probably going to go up. Um, there was already, I think it was four anonymous Indians players tested positive for the coronavirus between um before the season started and delano de shields tested positive after camp started it, i don't know it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's too optimistic to play carlos carrasco is going to play which i thought was it's a it's a different choice because he had leukemia last year he's considered high risk because of that um but he's already for it he has his mask on he they're doing special precautions for him i saw that he's going to have like his own locker area so i mean it's cool he wants to play i imagine after missing so much time last year nothing is going to stop him from playing this year um, but already a bunch of players have opted out. David Price, Ian Desmond, Felix Hernandez. And then today, Brad Mills, he opted out. I think his main reason, though, was to be with his family because obviously um, in February, his 18th month, 18th month old grandson drowned in a pool accident. Um, of course, he's high risk, too, being 63 years old, but it's just a rough time for him all around. So he opted out of the season. I think he's the only Indian staff or player so far. But I don't know. Are you optimistic about the season actually happening this year or – does it seem like it's getting worse and worse? It seems like some players are either on the fence or they're on the side of it's not going to happen. This is a disaster. And this is going to sound weird because it seems like they have a, the NBA has a firmer grasp of what the hell they're doing than the, than the MLB does. But I honestly think baseball has a better shot of do, pulling this off than the NBA does for two main reasons. Um, you get to you know, there's more space that you can spread out in when it comes to baseball. Like it's easier to not, I guess, be close to people. And two, uh, you're not doing everything in fucking Florida. Uh, I'm sorry to all my listeners down in Florida, but it's a hellscape down there right now. And I just, I think having everyone in a little bubble that is permeable is a bad idea. So I think it's, I think they have a better shot of pulling it off than maybe some of the other sports leagues. Um, It would be smart to me, I would think, to look at, and I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that I think England is doing a great job in managing the pandemic themselves, but. I mean, the Premier League seems to be going off okay. Um, they, I read somewhere that it takes, you know, you figure between the 22 guys on the actual f- on, on the actual field, uh, plus everyone else, it's like 150 people is what it takes to put on a Premier League game. Uh, I would assume the number's probably around that for um, for a baseball game as well. Uh, the travel thing is hard, but they, they, they did kind of negate that a little bit by making the geographical regions some. This country is just so goddamn big is the problem. So I would, I'm cautiously optimistic to answer your question directly. I think that there's a better chance with this than maybe with the other leagues. Uh, I don't know. Like I was reading today that like the, um, what team is that? The Milwaukee Bucks have just, they, they completely shut down everything next week because an unnamed player tested positive, which I'm 90% sure is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And you know, that's bad news right there. But, uh, I, I don't know. I It's definitely not a great idea. I, it's probably not something we should be pushing for. And once it gets going, and maybe this is my, this is me reading the situation wrong in England too, is like once that got going, it was going to be hard to 
put the brakes back on. You know what I mean? Like this is a thing that's going to drive some profit and they don't want to stop once they get started again, because when are they going to get started again at that point? So I get, I, I, I again, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess, because that's just how I approach anything. Um, but I think it has a better chance of pulling it off than maybe some other places. It's, it's, you read some of the things they're doing and it all kind of sounds like a total thrown together mess in, in Hathaway's like where they won't be able to, say if if a player tests positive uh, he'll just disappear for for two weeks you're like wait what's what's going on here i mean and <laughs> mysterious like, illness the, for exactly two weeks yeah. and he's on but like, this aisle yeah but like i was talking about this with my brother yesterday like um mike trout's about to have a kid uh garrett cole just had a kid or is about to have a kid or something um and then there's a third guy who's like the third best overall player in baseball who is in the process of having a child soon or something like that and, like, if you miss two weeks or three weeks, that is equivalent to missing two months of baseball at this point. And, like, that's just a huge hole to, to I don't know, that, that, that's going to make it very tough to watch the those top flight. But yeah, And it's um, even hard, like, with all that, it's if the season actually goes through and it's finished and there's a champion, it's going to be hard not to see the champion as some kind of, like, asterisk next to it. Um, it's going to be such a weird, it's a gimmick season, yeah. one way or the other, either... It I mean, plays out. It's still only sixty games, but there's going to be players on teams that are going to drop out randomly. Mm. And it, it, if the Indians snap their World Series streak, obviously it's exciting. But this doesn't seem like the right way to do it. <laughs> I would rather it have happened in 2016 or even happen next year or the year after. But to like to have that happen this year would just be weird for so many reasons. I mean, I agree with you in part, but at the same time, like sixty games, things things shake out basically. Like, yeah, you, you might have the wrong wild card team in quote unquote. Um, but I think the cream will rise to the top in the, in this situation, you know, players get hurt anyway. It's just, there's just this extra thing added on the top of it. So you're right. Uh, there's 0% chance of referring to the 2020 season. Will, it will be anything, but have an, an informal asterisk just in the way you talk basically. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think it, it so much makes it wrong or, you know, a, you know, fake season or anything like that. Cause the playoffs are still going to be the same setup, you know, like good teams will get yeah. there and then it's still going to be five, seven, seven. But I mean, uh, even then number. somebody can get it and have to drop out for two weeks then. Even and that's they're... true. Yeah. And, and that's a huge blow there. Like you want, I mean, you know, my, my, the big worries are like, are they going to bluff? Are they going to cover st- things up and things like that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but I, I, I don't know. You can't. I think the, the temperature checks probably aren't from the team, right? If they are, that's a terrible oversight. <laughs> but I would hope it's like a third party. <laughs> Um, cause you know, somebody would, would lie about that. Yes. And what you were saying earlier about the, uh, the bubble with NBA, I, I agree. That seems weird. It seems backwards to put everybody in one closed space, especially with a bunch of 20 year olds with way too much money. They're going to go out and, and do things. They're well, not, and not only that, like Disney world, the people who work in Disney world also are, who aren't on the teams where they're, they're still going to go in and out of the facilities. You know, the people working in the hotels and things like that. And you know, they, they again, they live in Florida, which is. They set another amazing record this week, so you know it's like cool. Like, why are <laughs> and I just don't do- know if if baseball is better off, like, because you're still going to be close to people. You can't avoid it. You're going to be touching the same stuff. You're going to be you're going to be breathing all over the place, and you can try all you want. People are going to spit, and there's going to be stuff everywhere. I don't know if it's any. I guess basketball is different because you're right there, but I mean, I, if one person has it in the baseball game and they go out, they're probably going to give it to a lot of people. I think there's no way. Oh, uh, and, and you're probably. I, I was thinking too with the playoffs. I mean, maybe with that they could. Um, once you start narrowing it down, you could just play in the entire series on a on a, like a neutral field, 
or something like that, you know, just to help negate problems. Doing a dome too is a weather center problem. Just find a place that's relatively, you know, low count and uh, put everyone there, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. It's so again, it's weird that they're going to be flying not across the country, but all over the region and just doing this. And, um, but I, I don't know. I think it'll be okay. I think we're definitely going to see some like, some really shitty situations in terms of like X or Y player testing positives being gone for two weeks. And like it, it'll, it, one team season is going to be tanked for that exact reason. And it, you know, it'll just, it just, it just makes it a weird, you know, it just makes it a weird era, a weird time and a very unique moment, which, you know, we don't want. And it, I think the, the most depressing visual of it all so far has been um, like Mike Trout, his, his wife, like you said, she's pregnant and he went, I think he was just talking to the media so that he's worried about the season. He doesn't know how well it's going to go. He's worried about obviously getting into the, the virus and taking it back to his pregnant wife. And then like it cuts to footage of him working out with a mask and his teammates don't have masks on. Like, God damn it. Come on. The best player in baseball just said he's worried and you can't just put a mask on when you're around him. Well, and then, and then his, and his own manager, Joe Madden, just like, if you want to see, like, if you, you obviously just don't care. I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when people liked Joe Madden? That was a weird time, wasn't it? I never. Got <laughs> That's it, taking but, a know. turn. But yeah, it's. Um, I think it'll be. I don't know. I'd like to. I'd like to think it'll be okay. It probably won't be, but it makes it something to watch for. You know, it adds an extra weird wrinkle to the whole season. And hey, we get. To, we, it's something we get to write about too. I'm. I'm going to avoid writing about it personally. Um, but again, it's 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 the backdrop of the entire season, so it's going to color everything we talk about, say, write, or do when it comes to baseball in the next. Now, if we want to pretend like this is all going to go well for 60 games and there's going to be a season, there is at least the Indians have things to talk about because, I mean, it's basically the same conversation we were having before Hell the normal yeah. season was going to start is their rotation is... <laughs> <With> nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, the rotation is still the same. Carrasco's going to pitch. Um, and although it's a little better now because Clevenger's healthy, he was going to be... Yeah. Um, he's back. Wasn't Carrasco injured too? It seemed like so long ago now. Uh, I think I, both of them were. I, I feel there's a vague memory of him being hurt in some way. <laughs> I remember in the before time there was news about. I Carlos mean, Krasko. again, he'd had leukemia the year before, right, so yeah. we were all like, "Oh, I was." But okay. I thought he tweaked something. I know Clevenger yeah, he, did. But I thought he did too. But. Yeah, because Clevenger hurt his knee. Uh, Carrasco, yeah, something. Back. Bieber was fine. Why that? Ha- so I'm a. So I happen to be on the Indians website right now, looking just at their depth chart. And can you help me with something here, Matt? <laughs> Why is the rotation listed here? It's Clevenger, Bieber, Carrasco, and then Plutko and Jeffrey Rodriguez. <laughs> I, no I don't even see either of. Unless I'm just missing them. The two pitchers I'm actually excited to see, Zach Plezak <laughs> and especially Aaron Savali, anywhere on this list. Are we just supposed to expect them to not break camp with the big club? That's, abs- that's absurd to me. I know I'm kind of waylaying yeah, the conversation here, but, but I just too. noticed this just now, and I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah, <laughs> I think there's a decent chance Plutko is number five. Depressingly, oh, like God. he's going to beat out Savali or Plesac, but I mean, there's no way Jeffrey Rodriguez is in the rotation. I don't know. No. Uh, maybe they is go he... by. Did he have more innings than Plesac and Savali last year? Maybe it's just like a default thing they do. It, it could. I mean, again, it could just be. That, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just dealing with with like a a, a formatting issue here they have here. But like yeah. they're not even listed on the. They're a hundred percent better than both those guys, and no, yeah, I'd imagine what? they have to be. Um, I don't don't know. It's no, Zach Plesac had the fourth most innings pitched of uh, any Indians pitcher. Oh, I don't. I mean, they're not here at all, so it's got to be something like it's just yeah, they're just, not listed for some reason. Maybe he was on a list. Yeah. Like 
Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's a it's mess madness. before the season. They don't know the depth chart. It's just some no. intern back there messing with the controls doesn't know where to put people. Don't these sons oh. of guns know we need these things to talk about stuff? <laughs> Jerks. They don't realize it's the middle of July. We still don't know anything to talk about with baseball. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The, the rotation is still going to be good. It's, I mean, a six man, is that an option? Is it better or worse to have a, a bigger rotation yeah. in a 60 game season? Because well, you don't, I don't think you want to push it, players. Right? You, I mean, you could. You could push them on a four-man rotation, but then it's not worth to blow them out for the next couple seasons. But I don't know. It, it's a sprint, so you want to get your guys in as much as possible. Right, but exactly. Also, like, you have because right now, obviously, if you with you five guys, you'd get what twelve starts out of each one of them. Yeah. If all five made, uh, you know, their their series of starts, right? Twelve, twenty-four. Well, that's good math, man. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> that's way easier than 162. Wow, I just realized that. Yeah, I know. Wow, the math like, is going to be so easy this year. I know. It's just, <laughs> wow, this is, everything's so divisible. It's not some stupid number. It's only divisible by two somehow, and I don't know. Uh, but so that, uh, I mean, ideally, I, I think I think for winning, the best move might be to go with the four-man rotation uh, with just um, slotting guys into guys' day. You know what I mean? Like have... I think the idea would be to try and get Shane Bieber um, 15 starts, like somewhere between 13 and 15 starts, Clevenger between 12 and 15, uh, Carrasco between 13 and 15, um, and then kind of start filling it in from there. Like you know, just Skip guys every now and again, you know what I mean? Because like you said, it's, it is a sprint. And as much as ha- has happened in the world since we last talked about this, the Indians still have the same problems somehow. No outfield and no yeah. <laughs> uh, a questionable outfield, which it, it's been short up some, but and we're worried about the bullpen a little bit, but the strength is still in that rotation. So, like I said, I think it would make sense. So, because let's do a little more quick math here, huh, Matt? How's that sound? Let's see. Let's see. We got. Hey, I got a calculator right in front of me. It's great. Let's see. We got fourteen starts out of out of Bieber, and then another thirteen out of uh, Clevenger, and then another thirteen out of. Um, what's his name? Carrasco, which I think is a little bold, honestly. Uh, he only started 12 last year, uh, and he wasn't affected uh, due to, you know, leukemia. That's uh, 60, that's 20 more games that you have to spread out among um, three, three or four of the guys, which I think if you gave, I mean, my idea would be Plezak and then um, Savale get 10 each, and then you could just start, you know, picking and choosing where you drop in a Plutko or a Rodriguez or... Whoever, you know, um, I think that would be the ideal move. Because like I said, I, I, th- I think the best move is to get as, your starters, the good ones, as many starts as possible. Um, the Twins are lacking in some of those positions still. So I think it would be uh, good there. And I think something like a season like this probably benefits a team like the Indians a bit more. Uh, just because... Uh, if the pitchers, if a pitcher is good, they're just consistently good for a while, uh, as long as they don't have some sort of like slow start. Whereas a team like the Twins, who you know the Bomba Squad just beat the shit out of everybody, hitting a million home runs, but like hot and cold streaks can happen. And like if Nelson Cruz has a four week stretch where he's just kind of hitting like crap, and he does have those, you know what I mean? And then Eddie Rosario just isn't, you know, he has a stomachache or something, um, or Jorge Polanco just isn't, you know, feeling it right now. These are where the Indians kind of having a consistent flow of solid pitching every day can uh, over overcome the uh, the powerful parts, I suppose, of the teams like the Twins. You know, so I don't know. That's an optimistic way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as always, a good rotation will help you 
even out a lot of things, I think even more in a short season. Like if you have if you have that, you're you can make a, you can fill in a lot of holes with a good pitching rotation. Yeah. I'm, I already I, I know they signed. Oh my god, that's right, they got Josh Donaldson. God damn it! Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, all remember right. well, before all do? this, we were mad at the other teams actually trying in free agency. Remember that fun thing? Oh yeah, shoot, I didn't have. Well, the Indians got a top ten second baseman, and that was it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, the let's see. The Twins, uh, Barrios, Odorizzi, Kenta Maeda. That's right. They got Kenta Maeda. Homer Bailey is, a re, is like a, you know, rebuild project. Randy Dognag, Devin Smeltzer, Rich Hill, and Michael Pineda. Yeah, no, that's way worse than the Indians rotation, um, all in all, I would think. <laughs> yeah, pitching is not so, the strength. But. No, definitely not. Their bullpen is great. But, you know, it's, again, that, that could be a place where they make a lot of hay. It's just they have all those young power arms, which would be, uh, beneficial to them, especially on a team that, because now you can have the thirty people on the team, so they can have um, a million uh, relief pitchers. But are they doing the three, the three pitcher, three batter minimum thing? Right, that is happening this I, year, right? I would think, yeah, it was going to go into effect. I don't know why it wouldn't. Okay. So, yes, so that I know they happening. added the universal DH and the the runner on second extra innings, which is dumb. Oh, that's but right. that is happening. God damn it! Um, but that benefits the Twins because, again, they do have a lot of good young arms in their system that they could kind of just churn through, which will make scoring on them harder. And, you know, again, they'll hit a couple home runs and they can win a game. But the Indians need that, that, that evening factor of their rotation. So, I don't know. That, that's kind of how I would run it is try and get 40 starts out of the top three and then um, fill in the rest as you can. with. If you can have over, up to 45 starts in the top three, again, that's 15 starts a person. Um, that's a lot in just a third of a season. That's Damn, that'd be a lot of starts actually in a full season. Jesus Christ, uh, man, that'd be like a 280 inning uh, season. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> totally but, fine. Know. Old Ross yeah, Hosburn can do it. You can do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So All that's right, my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so every Sunday we ask everybody on Facebook and Twitter for their questions. I mean, we haven't for a while, but most Sundays we ask everybody for their questions <laughs> during this baseball time. Ones. <laughs> yeah, right. When is baseball actually happening? Um, first one we'll go with is Frank Cobuluk. Well, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Cobuluk. On Facebook, he wants to know how will key prospects like Nolan Jones, Tristan McKenzie, etc., get development this season with no minor league baseball? Will it ultimately ultimately delay call ups? Maybe winter ball? I don't know. It's that's just I, I picked this one because I think it's something interesting to think about because it's pretty much unprecedented, right? Like, there's no minor league to develop. I don't think winter ball is going to happen. I don't think there's any reason for it to happen. It's risky enough doing it for the majors. I don't know why they do it for minor leagues, but. I mean, as far as development, all those guys, the top guys, are with the 60-man roster for that reason. Like, they're not going to be in the majors. I, I think Nolan Jones probably could be. Maybe Tristan McKenzie could be if they really wanted him to. But I think they're there for the Indians to keep tabs on him and keep develop, developing him. But all, they can do all the sim games they want. It's never the same as even being in a AAA or AA game. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think we'll see the impact right away. We'll see a couple years down the line, like how these guys did without a year of of development in the minors. Uh, I think Nolan Jones was close enough where it won't make a huge difference, but his big thing was going to work on strikeouts, which of course getting more triple A bats would help a lot with that. But hopefully that's something you can work on just in this weird 60 roster camp that he's in. Tristan McKenzie. I mean, he just has to pitch and be healthy. I don't think you need necessarily to be doing that in game speed, just pitching anywhere and not falling apart is his big thing right now. Cause he hasn't pitched in a long time. I don't think, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, do you have any, insight into it of how I mean, just, how this whole so, thing is going to work i mean we you know i mean i don't know what your uh, twitter feed looks like these days at this point the people you follow but mine's a, mine's a nice blend of weird twitter bullshit and then also just like stuff from driveline things of that nature so you know <laughs> that's basically oh, what it is it's <laughs> yeah. post-apocalyptic 
<laughs> destruction yeah. and driveline baseball. Yeah, yeah. going pretty good. But <laughs> new, new facility, huh? very pretty. Just ignore the fire and everything around it. No, look at that. Spin rate. Cool. That's good. But uh, the reason I say that is there's so much, I mean, whether organizationally or just uh, of their own free will, there's so, there's so much opportunity out there for uh, young players to take advantage of this time to do things. And I think the people who obviously will suffer greater from this would, would be the ones that are that weren't high draft picks or the ones that would, would have been fringe guys who needed a strong organizational structure and all the bonuses that come along with that to help them improve. Like you mentioned, Nolan Jones and a first round pick's probably going to be fine. They, they, they got a million dollars or whatever, you know, probably any of the guys who got drafted, honestly, this year, I mean, just in terms of raw money, being able to pay for it themselves. But I wonder too, if this is going to be a great test on the organizations that have a great, like um, holistic approach to their, their their prospects, you know, like we, we we think that every single prospect that gets drafted is, you know, coddled and given direction and shaped and and every step of the way. When really that isn't the case for for the longest time for the vast majority of organizations that shifted so much uh, in the last ten or fifteen years. But the Indians, I, I always kind of got the gist, the gist that they were right there on that like cutting edge of development. And we've seen them produce, you know, if not solid major leaguers and superstars from time to time out of nowhere with the pitchers, obviously, I think it was Zach Plezak and maybe it just wasn't, or maybe someone he retweeted or something like that, but he just tweeted out someone I saw a couple weeks ago, like after the uh, minor league baseball season got canceled uh, officially, it was like starting now you could go through whatever they call it, like three, like two or three strength and velocity cycles between now and next spring for a young pitcher. So basically they could add some more, some more velo, more strength and things like that. And use this as an opportunity to build on your own and, you know, add a couple of ticks on the fastball, work on the, your spin, your, you know, the spin rate on your uh, slider, what have you, and turn into a new pitcher for next year. So I guess that's a long way of saying, if I think the organizational bones are there to provide this for the players that are already there, it'll definitely pay dividends. Um, just because so much of what you want to that you need to do to become a better baseball player isn't always playing the game so much. It's doing the work to build yourself into a better, you know, into a better major league, whether it's in the weight room or in the, or studying your swing or, um, I know you mentioned Nolan Jones wanting to work out, work on not striking out as much. Uh, I don't know how you do that outside of playing, but surely there's things you can do to work on your eye and in occasion of that. And eventually you'll get back to game speed. So yeah, they're going to be like simulated games against themselves and stuff, I think. So, but yeah, I think like you said, it's the fringe guys and the guys who can't afford to just build a mound out of nowhere and practice. The ones right, trouble, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and that's, exactly, like the, the young kids who, again, people who have had they had it, the thirteenth round draft picks from from years past and things like that. Um, so I don't know. I I think it'll certainly be a test. It's it does suck, and it's definitely going to, I think, have a long term impact on the smaller teams, the Indians, your you know your Indians, your Pirates, is your. Others, I don't know. What are some other small, small market teams, etc. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely impact them more kind of if they haven't been at least, you know, spending the little, uh, spending their limited funds in the right way for that organizational kind of stability. That, like I think, honestly, I think the Royals are going to be just fine. I think they're going to come out of this on the other side quite strong because they just have such a focus on their farm system. And they're very holistic about it, but, but not having that viewpoint from you know the cradle to grave kind of view of it all. Um, that is the right way to do it. Um, will definitely uh, not not be a good thing for many uh, organizations. Yep. 
Uh, next one, Ryan Lynch on Facebook. He asked, if any of the do change their name, how long would it take before people don't care that a change happened anymore? Um, I don't think it's that long. What a, what <laughs> I, a I still think question. People will always care. Are <laughs> well, they will, me? but they'll be drowned out eventually. I think, <laughs> I think I still don't get why they just didn't change the name when they did Chief Wahoo. Like they, they made this into a three-year ordeal when it could have been done within like a year. Like even the Wahoo stuff, people are still mad, but nobody, like the majority of people just tell them to shut up now. Who cares? He's gone. Get over it. But I mean, as long as they were called the Indians, people were still going to dress up and be idiots and come to the stadium like that. But if they change the name, people will still do it for a little while, but after a while, they'll just get tired of it. Either they'll stop rooting because they're they're tied to a fake name and cartoon and they'll stop being fans, or they'll hopefully grow up eventually when the, they're the spiders or the owl bears or whatever. But I don't think it would take that long. I think people would they'd get pissy about it. Some would stop being fans and then come back after a year when they realize it was stupid to not watch baseball. Some will just stop watching, but who cares? And then a lot of people just will root for the team that's in Cleveland, which is what they've been doing all along. Um, I think it's going to be unfortunate if they change the name and Francisco Lindor leaves in the same offseason. That's going to be a Oof, rough one to uh, that'll be a tight one. the PR Ooh, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. That's going to be, uh, be a little downturn there. But um, So I don't know how they're going to time all that. That's, that's going to be rough. But it's, it's going to happen. I don't think it'll be quite as long. Maybe that'll that'll help hide the fact they changed their name. It's we can be mad about Francisco Lindor, <laughs> not the people that are mad about them not being an insensitive name anymore. I don't know. But, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite that long. I think people are exaggerating how much, how big of a deal it's going to be. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you in a sense. I think that, it, like you said, they should have done it, torn the Band-Aid off. You know, it's like, um, so I think some of the, you know, obviously across the country, people are taking down statues of Confederates of generals and leaders and things like that across the country. And um, some of the, I think the smartest moves have been the ones that just took it down overnight and didn't tell anyone. And like the, like the city was just like, well, yeah, we got to get this shit out of here. Um, just doing it without telling you anyone you're going to do it. And then it's, it's your classic, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. Um, like you said, dr- them dragging it out over the last however many years, I think they should have just stopped doing it. Said, we're changing the name. It's this now. And there, people would have complained for six weeks, but uh, you figure they would have come out with something bland and focus grouped, and then it would have evolved into something better down the line. Yeah. But I think it would have, it probably would have been easier to sell if they made it look like it was them doing it. Like now it's very clear, like it's either major league baseball or the pressure from yeah. outside forces making yeah. them doing it. But like these people who are going to be upset about it, I think they'd be less upset if the Indians just were doing it under their own volition, but all these people are going to be like, it's the, these damn SJWs. Yeah. And right. Yeah. <laughs> this PC yeah. culture is ruining my baseball. Right. It's going to be and, like, the and Indians the have thing. opened it up to that. By there's, waiting and like so there's, long to do it. this, this will create more. That's why I said, I, I don't think it'll, it'll ever, you know, go away. They're complaining about it just because they took so long and now it's happening now that people who don't actually care about baseball or care about baseball in a very tertiary manner in in comparison to the name of the team uh, are going to complain to the, to their last breath. Like they're just going (laughs) to, Oh, the Indians Facebook group is going to be lit the whole time. Oh man. There's going to be sparkly wahoos for just miles. (laughs) Sea of sparkly wahoos. Dude. Oh man. Oh man. It's (laughs) going to be a good last couple days, man. I can't wait till they actually change the name. It's going to burn to the ground. I think they stopped moderating a more wretched hive of scum and villainy, (laughs) man. (laughs) I I wonder how much major league baseball regrets that whole initiative. Cause they made one for every team and I'm sure every one is just an absolute. They're horrible. Oh no. I mean, (laughs) Facebook turned into a hellscape. (laughs) Major league baseball made all these and then just left them completely unattended. (laughs) (laughs) It's all just a science experiment to see how unmoderated (laughs) morons. uh, No, they're great people. Um, I'll go ahead. I was gonna say, I I, I think this. It, you're right. People will get over it pretty quickly, especially if they do something cool. Like, um, we're all suckers. 
Um, also, the American uh, person, the American individual, is surprisingly bird-brained in terms of how long their attention span is. I realized it about myself not too long ago. Like, I just forget if shit happened, and then I read a news article, like, oh yeah, that happened two weeks ago. Damn, I thought that was a year and a half or never happened at all. So, um, so few people outside of Northern Ohio will probably care anyway. It'll just happen. I mean, if I'm being if if I'm being honest, you know, the Indians are not exactly the marquee franchise in the Major League Baseball anyway. So, I mean, I I I will make fun of a team like the Angels or the Mariners, but I'm willing to bet that baseball fans in Southern California think about the Cleveland Indians as much as I do about the San Diego Padres. You know what I mean? Literally, I forget they exist sometimes. So, <laughs> now I want to dovetail this into what'll be our last question um, from Denny O'Grady one. He asks, here he says, uh, I'm sorry, Denny, but I absolutely hate this. He says, call them the Cleveland Sliders. Big fan from Des Moines, Iowa. Denny, thank you for the question, but good Lord. I I hate, first of all, that he put this idea in my head, and I hate that it sounds realistic. (laughs) Like, like it sounds like a focus groupy thing. Like, we have Slider. The kids love Slider. Why aren't we just the Sliders? And then they they make their whole thing built around this god-awful mascot. It, It sounds like something that could happen, and I absolutely hate it. I think it's going to be the biggest thing is that it's just going to be some corporate boardroomy garbage and slider is the ultimate like watered down. It doesn't scare anybody. It's perfect for the kids. They love slider, even though nobody likes slider, but did it seems I, like the kind of thing that would happen. And sorry, did, Daddy, I write I that, that wouldn't happen. did I write that article about how much I hated slider for let's go tribe or was that why who's on first? I, if you haven't, you should write it again because he's the worst. <laughs> I, I, I've always thought he sucked. And I just remember reading the comments. He was like, dude, it's for kids. And I'm like, Fuck you. <laughs> you can have things that aren't garbage for kids. That went out the window a long time ago. You can have good yeah. slider or um gritty is for kids. The kids love gritty. Yeah. I love yeah, gritty. You know, I, I just <laughs> I just watched all of Avatar the Last Airbender, ostensibly for yeah. kids. Guess what I like? That show. So, you know, I mean Yeah, the whole notion that kids only like garbage is I mean, they like a lot of garbage. Don't yeah, get me wrong. So I have kids, kids are morons and they're easy to trick. And <laughs> well so we can also trick like them so with garbage. good things and not just right, garbage. Right, exactly. Yeah, why can't we trick them trick them with good garbage? Like right. Why can't they be the Cleveland garbage men for that matter? You know what? <laughs> Being a sanitation worker is a noble job. We've been taught recently to. That I mean, they we, used to be know, a municipal stadium, so. I mean, you know what? Municipal waste is a is a great rock is a great metal band that my brother likes. Um, so that's another thing. Yeah, it's an. I think I think that's a good one. You know what? The Cleveland sanitation work. <laughs> Love it. Just. There you go. Just put, just hang a lampshade on that bed. They already Garbage got the, men, they know? got the dumpsters already in the outfield. Oh they my God. They already have the dumpsters <laughs> in the outfield. This is perfect. They're halfway there. They've been slowly dripping it in for us. They turned off the light for the Indian sign. So it looks like garbage. So they're slowly bringing Hell us yeah. into the idea. Hell, is that why that, 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 those photos were on Twitter? Oh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> I couldn't figure yeah, out Every the time they showed us, I was like, God, that looks awful. It and they're like showing looks- off, like, can't wait to see progressive field. And it's the, the sign without the light. Let's no. just look at Scott off. Just don't do that. I know. I, I, I like this. I like this garbage man idea though, because then you could also get built-in sponsorships, whether it's with green energy people, with waste management companies. I mean, we're leaving money on the table here, Matt. You could build like a giant you know? animatronic like garbage can flipper, like in the yes. every time is the home run, it just flips a bunch of garbage into the oh, bleachers. <laughs> the so the mascot could literally be a man made of garbage. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> or that I um, love it. or that recycling man from the office that Dwight dressed up as. That could be the, the mascot, or uh, I mean, you, you have a version of Bernie the uh, Bernie Brewer, except he's again, he's just a guy. It's, it's, 
<laughs> oh man! Instead of this is the stupidest idea on earth, but instead of going down a slide every time someone hits a home run, he just throws a bunch more trash into a dumpster, and that's their success. They're they're, they're superb, spectacular. Oh man! <laughs> he doesn't act happy or excited about it. He just throws away some garbage and puts the lid yeah. on and sits back down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all he does. He could have a a tiny uh, the, the bullpen car could be a little garbage a little garbage truck. <laughs> Listen, I'll be honest with you. When I was a little, this kid, is now my favorite idea. The thing that I wanted more than anything else for Christmas was a small model, fully working garbage dump. <laughs> I mean, I've always been fascinated by dumps. So uh, I just, it's, I don't know. I actually lived near one when I grew up. It was pretty cool. It was just a big mountain. <laughs> I watched it get bigger. <laughs> like I could, uh, when, I, when I was little, it was really short and now it's tall. It's just a big old pile of garbage, like a mile away from where I grew up. That's pretty good. See, it's a landfill on a dump, that. but. Yeah, you know, it's all the same thing. I mean, it's basically yeah, it's your holy land. You gotta make a pilgrimage there. It's huge. I gotta go to the big dump in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, man, that's it for our podcast this week. Strong um, one. Yeah, thanks for coming back and talking again. You know what, man? I gotta tell you, I've done a couple of those radio spots for Northern Ohio radio over the last couple of months, and like, I'm just, I'm like, I miss doing this stupid garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. We did another stupid garbage, and we'll do another one next week and the week after that, and until forever and ever. Death of the universe. I'm gonna have to start writing about baseball again. So you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry about oh it. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll knock the rust off. Yeah, we'll, see where, we'll see where we go. Yeah. Talk to you next week, Barry. I'll see you. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.